glory to god for this evening simple meditation let's open the scripture to read book of job chapter 19 verse 25 job 19 verse 25 is taken for this evening simple meditation in which we read the scripture as follows i know that my redeemer is alive i know my redeemer is alive in which context this expression was given by job one of the greatest saints of the old testament the bible says job 30 verse 16 the days of afflictions came upon him and the days of trouble gripped over his life and he happened to lose everything all of a sudden in an unexpected way and he says 30 verse 15 my glory my honor my happy life departed from me left me all alone within a day's time like a cloud is moving out from one place to another place my happy and joyful life departed from me all of a sudden everything happened contrary to me i have lost everything unexpectedly job chapter 1 talks about the two great losses he suffered he lost his children and all his possessions chapter 2 talks about two of his another losses his health and his wife and chapter 4 and 5 talk about his friends started advising him instead of consoling him they started breaking him down with harsh words they started finding fault with him that's why 1017 job says troubles upon troubles 1614 breakings on breakings i go through troubles upon troubles and breakings upon breakings the greatest question of sin job was why this happened to him he had no idea why the problems came upon him all of a sudden one after the other like a chain job 16 verse 17 job says my hands have been clean my prayers are pure i have clean hands and my prayers are pure and job chapter 31 1 2 and 3 he claims that his eyes were so clean and pure and perfect that he would never pay an attention on any other woman except his own beloved wife his conscience was pure eyes were pure hands were clean his prayer was perfect and pure before god even god was talking to satan about job in chapter 2 verse 3 it's a fantastic portion he said satan you are inciting me to destroy job without a reason without having a reason you are trying to trouble this boy you are willing to destroy this man all these heavenly conversation job never knew he was clueless he was totally having no idea what has been going on he has been thinking and thinking day and night chapter 6 1 2 and 3 he was crying if my sorrows and lamentations if my sorrows can be weighed on the scale 
it they will be heavier than the sands of the ocean my sorrows will be heavier than the sands of the ocean chapter 6 verse 9 it would be great if god is willing to kill me now crush me down to death it is better for me to die than to live like this job 7:20 i have become a burden for my own self job 7:4 to 14 He talks about his sleepless night and miseries that he could not find an end to. Repetition of problems was lamenting with God. He had no clue, no one to console, no one to prophesy, no one to tell what's going to happen. One day, he mustered all his strength, all his energy and all his faith. He made a beautiful confession. I do not know why I suffer. I have no idea how long I'm going to suffer like this. I have no clue whether it will come to an end or not. But one thing I know. Only one thing I know. My redeemer is alive. I lost my help, not my healer. The one who can redeem my help. I lost my fame but not the one who can make me popular once more I lost my wealth but not the provider who can still do something for me I lost all my possessions but not the creator my redeemer is still alive the one who can redeem anything which I have lost is still that to restore unto me as long as the redeemer is alive our loss is no more a loss he can redeem anything in our life we were in singapore for a program early morning 3 o'clock i just came out of my bedroom to just have a walk and a time of sitting and making some meditations i was wondering the main door was opening up that early morning 3 o'clock then i understood the host the husband and wife they were hosting us they were just returning from their school or from college i could not believe I said what you having dinner with us you gone out We're returning now, three o'clock. Where did he go? There are tears on the rise. They said, brother, we conduct night classes. We never sleep. We come by three o'clock and have a refreshment. Again, seven o'clock, we must be in the school. This is our life. We have naps in the classrooms, in the rest, resting areas allotted in the schools. A short break we take. sometimes we sleep in the car to take some rest we are sleepless we have been working day and night we have never seen a complete rest in our life my heart was broken i asked them why they said lords lords we have lost the seven years of our marriage we never had a time of sitting and talking with each other we have been paying off the loans non stop and brother we are so worried can the lord jesus give us back the seven years of our losses 
we have lost our time the time of joy and fellowship the time of resting and refreshment we are becoming tired we are aging so fast can jesus help us then and there we had the prayer that early morning 7 o'clock we just got up as usual they were about to go to the school or to the institutions they were about to teach they were looking at each other they could not believe they were screaming they were screaming we happened to come out to see why they were screaming and they were hugging each other and shedding tears of joy they were screaming i was asking them anything interesting to share with me they said brother john can you look at her face now it's something unbelievable they were married for 7 years god restored their life they became rejuvenated the strength they lost the energy they missed out the stamina the world drained out the wrinkles on their face the shade on their face some of their gray hairs they were all gone i had never seen such miracle before that i was wondering what is this you both are looking young i could not believe within 3 4 hours time you could become young younger than younger than 7 years younger than now and they took the photographs of the weddings they have taken wedding photographs they said brother our face is literally matching the wedding photographs everyone the whole day was shocked to see them shining the wrinkles were gone the skin was restored some of their gray hair vanished i had never seen a miracle like that till then seven years of their life strength and energy they lost god restored within 3 hours time that was always in my heart oh our god is still able to do this 5034 book of jeremiah says how redeemer is strong 2311 book of proverbs how redeemer is mighty he can redeem anything if god could restore the seven years of the young couple if god could return their energy and strength and beauty which they lost if god could rejuvenate them the years they missed out by their hard labor and sleepless nights anything he can do for us that's why job was saying i don't know what to say i don't know what's happening around but i know only one thing my redeemer is still alive god is referred to be the almighty in the book of job 32 times and god is referred to be the lord in the book of job 33 times and god referred to be god in the book of job 47 times but the word redeemer is used only once and this is the first verse in the entire bible refers god to be a redeemer even today what every who lost in the time of this covid 19 what every who lost in the life past 
whatever you have lost in your mind body and soul whatever you have lost in your personal public life he is willing to restore unto you to confirm and prove that he is still alive as a redeemer unto you job was saying to the whole world job chapter 19 23 and 24 it was a wish and the desire of job he said if it would be nice if my saying my confession be written on the tablets and stones on the books i want this word to be published and spoken to the generation it was the wish of job that this word to be remembered and spoken and preached to the whole world it would be nice he was not saying my sorrows be written in a book he never said my agonies be written on tablets he said what i am going to say now about my redeemer to be written in the book of life in the book of human history i want this to be written everywhere that my redeemer is alive even today you have no answer many times you do not know why you suffer many a times we have no reason to suffer job chapter 2 verse 3 says Oh, Job started sufferings in his life. Started to have suffering without the reason. Even God Himself says, God says, without the reason, you are inciting me to destroy Job. Which means what? Satan could not have sufficient reason to bring Job into judgment. That's why Job nine fifteen, book of Job, then Job says, I will plead my case with my master, my judge. I will not make an argument with him. I will place my case before him. I will ask for his forgiveness. I will plead for his mercy. Even the word judge is mentioned only once in the Bible. Sorry, only once in the book of Job. That is in chapter 9 verse 15. Even today, this is what he is going to do for you, my friends. When the emperor Napoleon Bonaparte was taken into exile, The whole world rejoicing that he was gone. But there were some loyal people in his personal kingdom. No one was there. They were always wearing the red and white garments. They were always looking happy. They never bothered about the new kingdom or new democratical setup which was made over there. They were never bothered about the other English governors were coming and watching over the french government they had no notice of them they were rejoicing living happily then somebody asked them your emperor is exiled he's not going to come back till you are having hope on him and rejoicing then the loyal people said his loyalist they said it's very simple If it is true that our Napoleon is alive, he will come back. He will never let us go. He will come back. We know about the Emperor. He will even travel through the wind and walk through the waters and come and help us. Napoleon Bonaparte, as long as he is alive, he will come and help us. That one set of people were believing blindly about his stamina and power and capacity. it was proved to be true napoleon returned even today we have a napoleon the heavenly napoleon the one who claims to be existing forever revelation chapter 1 verse 18 i was dead now i am living forever and he claims that i am alive forever i was dead 
But behold, I'm alive. I'll be living forever. Thank you, Holy Spirit of the Lord. Now he is coming into everyone's room right now to prove his living existence, to prove his presence with you by showing his mighty power, the deliverance power, the power of grace and compassion to be revealed upon you wherever you are. Psalm 25:22 says, he will deliver us, he will redeem us from all troubles. When I was going through the commentary the number of troubles we are having, I could not believe it the list was going on. If I list out the whole program will be about the problems and struggles we go through. 22:12 says, he will redeem has from every trouble what are the troubles we basically go through the bible says if you read job 623 psalm 119 verse 134 psalm 119 verse 134 the bible says he redeems us from the oppression of people oppression we go from oppression there are three kind of pressure the human mind goes through every day in psychology oppression depression and suppression there are three types of pressure which comes and crushes you oppression is something which comes from outside the, the, the external pressure the pressure in the office in the house in the governmental issues a financial crisis oppression then comes depression then suppression there are three types of pressures and bible says when you read some 130 words eight he will redeem us from all our iniquities it can be any number of iniquities but he's going to redeem us from all iniquities the bible says micah chapter 4 verse 10 he will redeem us from all types of enemies we go through and some 49 15 hosea 13 verse 14 He will redeem us from the grave, the headaches, the death. He will redeem us. And Psalm 103 verse 4, He will redeem us from all types of destructions. He knows how to redeem us. He will continue to redeem us. He will be with us. He shall redeem our life, our soul. And there is a small town in Sri Lanka many years ago there was a little family living they were having a beautiful tiny tiny means a portion of land along with the house some internal war took place a few days before the eruption of the war the neighbor by violence by making forged documents he took away all the properties and converted that to be in his name they were screaming and crying nobody was there to help because they were having a very simple life they could not have influence like this neighbor but what to do in few days time the war erupted so many things happened the full history i do not know in few weeks time they had to move out and god somehow took them to a far away place they were always worrying god what a beautiful piece of land what a wonderful happy life we had why this calamity came to us why we lost everything and god did not answer them 
so many years later one day the war stopped after the ceasing of the war peace returned to the golden land of sri lanka and he somehow returned and he went to the court they said sir we have some small piece of paper to prove that this is a property can you please give us back the court happily said yes you can claim it we are going to give it and they were started searching for their neighbors where they were where they were and the relatives came and said we don't know how to say they started running from one place to the other we don't know where they are now 30 years are gone they never returned we are still searching and searching we have no clue where they are not even a trace not even a single person in the family nothing we could know we have no idea where they are now this little family has become a huge family children grandchildren and great grandchildren the property value has gone up so well and god has blessed them mightily and one day the real estate people came so the neighbor's property nobody's planning now government is putting this land for a kind of a sale you can take it or you can lease it my sweet friends so many years later the lord brought a kind judgment to this family they have been well settled they have been blessed by god with all legal procedures they have been honored by god even today the lord jesus told me in my prayer so many people are going through the legal problems they are missing they said my lost my, my job is lost i have a legal problem my benefits are lost i have a legal problem my insurance is not claimed i have a legal problem my family property is in the case i have a legal problem my father's will my father's pensions are not granted to me i have a legal problem the holy spirit of the lord says this is the year i am going to restore all your legal benefits which have been pending for a long time some of your things are in the cases in the court cases in the tribunals but the lord jesus christ is willing to show you compassion that he is going to redeem the labor of your parents the labor of your ancestors the labor of your old and days they shall be brought forth by the power and love of god apart from all these redemptions there are two redemptions i am going to talk in detail and we are going to have a time of prayer for it galatians chapter 4 verse 5 galatians 4 5 talks about being redeemed from the powers of the law the bible talks about the torah the old testament the law here but still because it is called to be law i with the help of god bring the subject of law into the knowledge of every one of us tonight we are living in the galaxy in the world of laws all types of physical law material law economical law medical law atomic law and um, anatomical law astronomical law the whole world is living under laws newton's law everything is governed with the law in this world 
there is a system to function there is a system to follow every human body is having a law to function it's coming under the physical and medical law all the time when it's broken you are becoming sick when the system is broken you become bankrupt when the system is shaken you are ending up in a problem there is a law for marriage there is a law for having a house having a family there is a family law it's not written anywhere but there is a law there is a law between a law of law between husband and wife we are living by law the financial law when you miss the system and order we go into the problem the whole world is monitored by laws all types of laws the laws are controlling us we are no freedom in this world we have to go through certain procedure in this world the child takes 9 months to be born you cannot change it and your body decays after certain age you're becoming old you're losing your energy there is a law controlling it and there is a medical law which says if this sickness comes this man can live only for 3 months if the bone is broken it can only heal after 21 days there is a medical law if your father is sick you will be sick medical law a genetical law a law which controls the, the entire movements of the humanity if your grandfather has a renal problem certainly the doctor says he will go through if your father doesn't have much hair on his head that's very sure that you are going to be also bald be bald be bald searching from the bald headedness to the entire structure of your structure of your body is decided by somebody's health who lived many many years ago the law says if your ancestors are so down in your, in the health you will also be down if they were angry you will be angry genetical law the whole world is living by law if there is no rain there will not be any harvest if there is no sun there is no green in this world everything is set up with the law we know what will happen when the rain comes what will happen when it doesn't come what is called the miracle who set all these laws every law has been formed and framed by god himself he only made this law a man has to be in this stature this is the mass this is the weight of his body he has to be this way he has to be born and brought up at the right time he has to go from this world this is the marital law this is the family law this is the law in the ministry in the church everything god fabricated and designed and framed with his mighty and infinite wisdom man cannot break it but sometimes just to please his people just to make them happy god breaks the law nobody can break it he can break it he is the maker of the law of the whole universe he can suspend it he can do whatever he wants with it matthew chapter 14 22 to 32 disciples were in the boat all alone sailing from one end to the other in the tiberius lake the lake of gangsterville they could not the labors failed there was a natural law standing against them the winds and waters stopped them they could not move forward 
And the Lord was there on the mountain praying, maybe praying for them, seeing from afar. And the Bible says, the gravitation law was suspended for a while. He started walking on the waters. He made even disciple, his beloved disciple Peter walk on the water. He suspended the law. Many a times, my friends, the law is against you. The system is against you. The norms are against you. The rules are against you. But you are innocent. You are innocent. You are a victim. But things have been fabricated against you, framed against you. But the Holy Spirit will suspend the entire system and law for you to be redeemed and escaped of that situation. And 2 Kings chapter 6, 1 to 6, the Bible says, the iron axe head fell down into the water. The prophet was crying. Some, one of the sons of the prophets, Sir, help me. It was a borrowed one. I lost it. I borrowed it. I lost it. It's a borrowed car. I lost it. It's a borrowed house. Borrowed money. It's a borrowed instrument to cut the wood. Lion axe head fell down into the water. The prophet said, it's okay. I can make it float, but the Lord converted the law, suspended the law, dismissed the law for you. I often remember in this station, there is a sister, Mrs. Permal in South Africa. And one day she was writing a letter to me, brother, I'm praying for a promotion to take place. And according to her understanding, for her to become the GM of the company, she needs to wait for 14 years. That's the system. The promotion can be offered only once in two or three years. And when she calculates to become the top of the entire institution, the branch of the company in Durban City, she needs to supposed to wait for 14 years. And we replied to her email with the faith, no system. Somehow God will bless you. Don't worry. The very next day, she lost her job. She sent a wonderful reply without hurting me. Brother John, it's okay. You sent me an email that I'll be promoted, but I'm sacked out of the job because the whole company has been taken over by another company. They don't want some of the job employees, including me. And she said, it's okay. My husband is happy that I started cooking again at my home. We were so worried, but she kept on sending few messages, encouraging us. And so many months later, maybe around six, seven months later, I went to Durban city for another program. And I heard someone repeatedly calling me. My representative, my brother in Christ was attending the call repeatedly. I could sense that it was Mrs. Paramal. He was saying, it's okay, Paramal, Mrs. Hi, we are, we are busy. We'll be coming and meeting you soon. And we were explaining the situation that we are not able to meet her then and there. And she was asking one wonderful question. Where are you guys? And we said, we are in this location. She screamed. Are you sure you are in this, this location? You are next to my office, my new office. Where I am the GM of the whole company now. Please come in. I want to welcome you. And we were forced to go into the company where she was the office of the company. Beautiful reception we were given. 
were taken to the one of the most precious and well furnished room of the gm of the whole company and she was there waiting for us and she was hugging and crying for a while she said brother john i was fired along with me so many got fired i was in the kitchen crying every day god you told me that i'll be promoted but today i'm at home where will i go for a job six months were gone the new company could not bring the system up as they expected they started browsing on the calibers of the ex employees somehow the profile of this woman mrs verma was found with the deductive eyes of a new hr he kept on searching making a search upon the entire capacity of this particular system and something told him call her she can bring this company up and the call came and said so madam would you like to be the gm of the entire company operations you can employ appoint any number of your own choice we have no discretion you can appoint any number of your own choice and she was brought to the office with a greater package that she could never imagine in her life it was beyond her capacity and god placed her above saying my daughter i sent you home for 6 months to give you the promotion of waiting of 14 years if you are in the office still it would take 14 years for you to become this particular position holder but i just brought you back to the same company to enjoy the position of the gm having a break in between party the wisdom of god we cannot imagine and understand the fathom of god's wisdom my sweet friends there are so many rules against you the systems are against you the tradition is against you the sentiments are against you the culture is against you the way of life is against you the age is against you the qualification against you your language is against you your structure is against you and there is a sister who came to visit us for a prayer she is 2 inches shorter than 5 feet she was so devastated once at one point she was about to get a job the md called and said madam because you are shorter than 5 feet we can't offer you the job please forgive us she was crying brother john a small rule in the company anyone below 5 feet in height cannot be admitted in this particular company i don't know why the rules were set i am one of the victims but i am very sure she has been blessed with another better job and she wrote to me one day about how jesus dealt with her what so you are you are bound with the rules and regulations but today this night is a different night for you is going to break the rules and regulations which are against you he will change he is going to alter it he will speak to the elders about it jeremiah chapter 5 verse 5 i will go and speak to the elders for you he will speak to the chairman and mds he will speak to the magistrate he will speak to the great people of the society and the laws will be changed even the medical laws will be altered there are medical laws which determine our lifestyle but god changes it for any laws 
which are against you the holy spirit will redeem you from the laws rules and regulations which are against the will of god upon your life he can do it he is willing to do and he is going to do he will remove all set of rules for you to be blessed in this world hallelujah thank you lord he is the same unchanging jesus unchanging jesus unchanging jesus he is the same unchanging jesus jesus through eternity hallelujah 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 he is the same unchanging jesus unchanging jesus unchanging jesus he is the same unchanging jesus jesus through eternity hallelujah 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 there is another problem from which we need to be redeemed Titus chapter 2 verse 14 Titus chapter 2 verse 14 says lawlessness the lord shall redeem us from the lawless deeds what's the problem we suffer law different types of law which control our life god was able and god is able to break down those systems and laws for you to be released the medical laws and the physical laws and economical laws certain vetepisms which have been controlling your prosperity with his own compassion he will come and the favor in the eyes of everyone for you and he will turn that away and turn that around for you and secondly the bible says he shall redeem us from the lawless deeds lawlessness First John chapter three verse four says, "Lawlessness is a kind of a sin." Lawlessness. What is lawlessness? Judges seventeen six, twenty one twenty five. The Bible says, "When man walks, believing his own conscience, believing his own thoughts to be right, without worrying about the rules and regulations." which is called the lawlessness what is happening when the lawlessness is in practice there is no rules followed that is second problem we have and somebody called me from a city called benin country called benin in northern africa he said brother john we have no rules in our office anybody can come anybody can become the gm anybody can become md anybody can become this and that we have no rules yesterday chapter 2 verses 21 to 23 the bible says mordecai was the man who redeemed the life of the king from the plots evil plots 
he was about to be assassinated by his own eunuchs by his own bodyguard but he found out risking his own life he brought it out then it was found to be true they were executed but mordecai was not rewarded the king's life was spared by the daring wisdom intelligence and the smartness of this great man mordecai he died even to die for the welfare of the king third chapter verse 1 says mordecai is to be promoted but somebody called him haman in some versions we say haman he came to the power how come mordecai rescued the life of the king he is supposed to be promoted but somebody comes in between he became the prime minister of the whole province the whole nation mordecai suffered he labored he risked his own life but he supposed to come somebody else came into the power somebody else came to the position the bible says haman was taken to the greatest position possible in the persian kingdom no rules were followed our hearts are broken many times what is this there is no rules followed a businessman in india he lost some of his business contracts and deals the banks came and took all his properties even some of his joint accounts with his wife seized by the uh, bank and he was crying sir are there any set rules to save and rescue the business people when they make a small mistake or when they become ignorant of an act when somebody takes right of them when they lose everything they cannot come back in life how come the entire property even the joint accounts are taken we don't know sir there is no set rules and somebody wanted to settle the credit card he gave the money to the secretary and he went abroad the secretary did not pay few rupees he forgot to pay just few rupees and somehow all thought it was over 10 15 years later he received a letter you have to pay 35 lakhs of rupees 3.5 million indian rupees because you didn't pay that few rupees to spend for the coffee somehow the secretary forgot and he was crying he didn't know what to do many times we don't see rules and regulations followed in this world in some families no regulations nothing everyone is alike no love nothing they are treated in different way we are so affected why there is no set rule why there is no protocol why there is no order first problem we suffered or we meditated is too much of rules which control us and second is no rules at all no rules acts 223 bible says by the lawless hands of the people in israel christ was crucified no protocol was followed no law was mentioned over there no document was produced no witnesses were fitting enough to make the judgment 
but that was the judgment many a times the things come against us without proper inquiries without proper documents because i receive prayer request how many prayer requests has come every day brother i am innocent no rules were followed no inquiries have been taken place no time was given to me to explain my situation there was no public inquiry no rules followed lawlessness in our own personal life many times that's why 2328 book of matthew god says you are so righteous outside externally you have been a righteous family a righteous man but there is no law inside followed there is no rules followed lawlessness within you even in our own life there is no order we may be looking so great and saintly and righteous in the sight of people but within yourself there is no order there is no law maintained there is no proper prayer life there is no time for god there is no time for the needy people there is no sharing with the poor and wanting people there is nothing in order there is no law maintained within yourself or within myself we are conducting a business our conscience knows how many mistakes we make in our business we don't follow the laws lawlessness roman chapter 13 1 to 7 talk about there are so many certain things we ought to do fulfilling the duties and responsibilities towards the government and government institutions paying sufficient taxes and levies or honoring god they are counted to be offerings in the sight of god you will never go bankrupt because you honor the government rules and regulations within ourselves many a times there is no proper rules followed in the homes in hearts in ministries in so many of our transactions there is nothing called order there is nothing called proper arrangements lawlessness we sleep the time we want we get up the time we want eat whatever we want there is no time for proper meals and proper care for the body god has given us there is a saying in english some people they use it they don't maintain it they use the body they use the business they use the money they use the family they use the friends they use the relatives they don't maintain it no my friends there are rules god wants us to follow our body has to go through certain rules and discipline first corinthian chapter 9 the last verse i discipline my body so that i will be found worthy for the rapture for the coming of christ i want to be one day found in jesus i need to discipline myself lawlessness my sweet friends we need to follow certain truthful rules and golden nuggets golden rules that god has set for us you must have time to get up time to pray time to speak with your wife and children time to play time to rest rest time to recreate there is a time that god has set for everything there is a time for everything there is a limit for everything when you start talking many times with friends we don't find an end to it till 3 o'clock 4 o'clock no lawlessness one lawlessness increases 
to be next lawlessness which leads us into a kind of a disaster and calamity which nobody can help us at one point in money there is no order we just earn we just spend now i'm not blaming anyone there are certain rules god wants us to follow one tenth belongs to god we have to honor it. malachi chapter 1 verse 6 if i am your father where is the harm and proverbs chapter 3 9 and 10 we should honor god with the first portion of our substances malachi chapter 3 10 11 and 12 bring the tithe unto my temple i will give you back 100 times and you will have no room to contain the blessings i'm going to pour out upon you verse 11 says i will curse the plagues i will curse the locust i will curse anything which is coming against your prosperity for your sake i will rebuke all the devourers chapter 3 verse 12 the bible says the land in which you live will become so enjoyable and pleasant unto you my sweet friends when god redeems us from unwanted rules and regulations which bind us he also wants to release us from the lawlessness there are some golden rules we need to follow our body needs certain rules to be followed our mind needs some certain rules to be followed everything is written in the holy scripture we don't need to search for any of the books my friend nothing wrong we read other books i also read but the primary book is our lord jesus christ golden gift unto you the holy scripture when it becomes the first book of your life oh my god your blessings will find no end at all in your entire life why god wants us to redeem us from the laws and the lawlessness because we don't belong to ourselves we have been purchased already by god second peter 2 1 says god was purchased us is the lord jesus christ he has purchased us brought us from the sinful world for us to be his own property and the bible says First Corinthians chapter six verse twenty, seven twenty three, God has bought us out. He has purchased us that we will be enjoying the total freedom in Christ. Ultimately speaking, we don't belong to ourselves. We have been bought over. Isaiah fifty two three says, "You have been sold without money, and you will be bought back. You will be redeemed without the cost." My sweet friends. the redemption is totally free is going to bless us with once you are redeemed from these two evil powers the unwanted rules and regulations and the follow the rules which we forget to follow something happens over there galatians chapter 3:13 says we are brought out from the curses of the law and colossians chapter 2 14 and 15 the bible says and he will redeem us from every written law which is written against us anything which has been written against us even god himself written few things about the sinners and disobedient people in the testaments even those things will be waved off and you are free from the written law law which can bind you which can punish you which can bring you down to the different level of instruction and corrections you're free from the rules you're free from being out of rules 
the holy spirit will help you to have a self disciplined life you need a redemption from it today he will do it then he will be called redeemed what happens to the redeemed that's what we are going to meditate and complete the bible says book of isaiah chapter 35 verse 8 and 9 even 10 the bible says the redeemed shall come from zion they will walk on the highways you know something highways where are you going to walk on the highway in bangkok there are three levels of roads they call it decks lower deck upper deck and the express deck three levels once they happen to fly or travel on the third level they call it superway or expressway the driver was riding the car in the maximum speed possible driving they asked him sir why are you going so fast he said sir you are on the superway you are on the third level in this particular road the highway you cannot go slow you should maintain certain speed to go because we cannot wait with the traffic and rules and regulation we have to go to the airport fast the government has graciously made this third deck also possible for us to go faster as much possible i was enjoying the drive every car in the same speed there is nothing to stop in few minutes you are in the airport already god says you will be in the highway Isaiah chapter 55 8 and 9 he says my ways are higher than your ways i will take you to the higher ways 58 14 book of isaiah i'll make you walk on the higher places of the universe highway how this highway is made isaiah 40 verse 4 the bible says i will level the mountains before you i'll fill up the valleys i'll straighten the crooked path i will polish i will level the rough places what does it mean when you walk through the mountains and valleys what happens when the mountain comes you have to climb up so high when there is a valley you have to just go deep so fast jesus says no you don't need to change your altitude according to the path i will level the path for you just go straight even in the crooked path no way you don't need to bend yourself i will straighten the path he will go straight there is nothing to worry the lord will straighten the path you don't need to bend according to the demands of the people you don't need to go up unnecessarily and fall down unnecessarily the lord jesus christ will level the path for you the blessings which are set for you you will gain without an unnecessary labor unnecessary wanderings about that is the miracle we need today my dear friends he will help us we'll be on the highway secondly the bible says and there are no lions in that highway who is that lion psalm 7 verse 2 psalm 10 verse 9 2 timothy chapter 4 verse 16 the bible says the lion is none other than said he comes all the way first peter 5:8 he 
he wants to devour his people and swallow them up alive and the holy spirit said no way when you are on the highway he is not there for you and finally the bible says even though they are fools they will never go astray we are fools 65 sorry 695 book of psalms 7322 book of psalms the great mighty most beloved man of god's heart king david says lord you know all my foolishness you know all my foolishness i have been a fool i have been a fool everyone in this world at least in secret heart they will say at least in private room they will say i made a mistake i am a fool because of my foolishness i lost it <laughs> i missed it i made a mistake by putting the signature for that man i made a mistake by joining the job early i made a mistake by resigning my position i made a mistake by starting this business i made a mistake by borrowing this particular loan from this bank i made a mistake by pledging my mortgaging my house unnecessarily i made a mistake by marrying this woman i made a mistake by getting into this marriage i made a mistake by having this man to be my friend i made a mistake by confessing my personal life to somebody like him i made a mistake by going to this place i made a mistake We are confessing it. I made a mistake, my sweet friends. Even though we are fools, the Bible says, because we are redeemed, we will not go astray. We will not go out of the path and plans of God. We will not be out of the highway God has appointed. That's the greatest compassionate. statement you could ever see in the bible even though we are fools we will never go astray we are still within the hands of god we are still within the plans of god a thief came and took away all our valuables one day two days i cried to god i said lord forgive me i was not careful i was not careful when jesus said it's okay the things that you lost by your foolishness i'll redeem by my wisdom the things that you missed out with your weakness i'll redeem by my strength i can do it for you you go and sleep it's a real incident two days later monday morning 7:30 the thief came home he confessed that he is willing to return all our valuables immediately the lord restored my fortunes you know why anything that belongs to you belongs to god yes if you have a slave anything belongs to him belongs to you you have been bought over by god that's why roman chapter 6 the last two verses we become the slaves of god anything belongs to you belongs to god he cannot lose it anything belongs to you belongs to god so anything which belonged to you you lost it it's a loss for god your loss is his loss 
your pain is his pain your agony is his agony my sweet friend take god that way your loss is his loss so he will bring it to pass even though we are fools we made mistakes we walked ignorantly we took hasty decisions that does not mean that you are thrown away forever it does not mean that you are forgotten by your heavenly father he still wants to help us that's why he says even though they are fools they will never go astray i will never let them go out of my plan plan of my eternal kingdom plan of my prosperity plan of my blessings i will never let them go out of my plan till i hold them with my plan i will never let them never let them i end up with a small illustration abraham lincoln was such a great man before he became the president when he was walking to the marketplace there he found a young girl being a slave to be sold in the market and she was looking at the ground all the time crying his heart was broken he went to that seller the seller fixed such a high price for her abraham lincoln spent all the money used all the money he had and spent on that little wonderful sister he paid the entire money to the seller and said please take off the chains she will walk with me to the house she took her home Lincoln's whole family was there and said give her the best garments possible and the whole day she was sitting and crying at his feet telling all the stories about how she lost her husband in another ship how she missed out the children in another ship that broke his heart he took a challenge to bring the family back somehow taking some time he picked up his her families from every corner of the market from the entire united states they spent lot of time and energy brought them back and said my children i have brought you back i have bought you with my substance not for you to be always a slave at my yard to go freely to be faithful to your own god and create enjoy your freedom but the family said no we will never leave you sir we want to surrender our freedom to you you will be our eternal master even for our children you shall be the father where we will go you freed us you gave us freedom we want to use that freedom to be your support your subordinate not only that the family kept their word even lincoln was always thinking about them doing something all through his life his eye was upon the family's welfare whatever he could he was doing all the time even the family was his personal support his personal spiritual family all through his life that is what god is going to do for you we are trapped in two corners too much of rules binding us and there are no rules 
at all followed and they are not binding us full of laws and lawlessness full of rules and there are no rules followed and exercised we need freedom from these two burdens my friends god will help us we shall be redeemed and he will say i'll make you on the highway not on the lower way not on the streets but on the highway and no line shall come on that way even though you have been an innocent man a fool i have chosen you according to first corinthian chapter 1 verses 27 and 28 why chosen for you to enjoy the benefits of being redeemed by god our god is redeemer that's why isaiah 41:14 43:14 44:6 44:26 the, the holy one of israel is a redeemer let's come back to job job said i don't know anything but i know only one thing the redeemer is still alive i have lost everything but not the redeemer who can redeem anything that i have missed out in my life job 42 10:11 say god honored his faith blessed him back everything double the time he was restored everything double the time was blessed double portions of god's blessing and honor even today he's willing to forgive us forgive us of all our mistakes and follies even he'll bring us up from the lawlessness of our own personal and public life. He'll bring us into the golden rules of the Holy Scripture and take us away from the rules which bind us unnecessarily. Let us look unto God and thank Him for His promised word. Let us pray. Thank you, Lord. No, never alone. No, never alone. He promised never to leave me, never to leave me alone. No, never alone. No, never alone. He promised. Never to leave me, never to leave me alone. Loving Heavenly Father, thank you for this wonderful opportunity of sharing your word to your beloved children. Thank you for having spoken through my mouth. Blessing this one hour of time of devotion and study. Thank you, Father, for having become a redeemer even today let your mighty hand be revealed your hand be stretched forth to every corner of the life of my brother and sister anything they have missed out and lost out father let them all be brought forth unto them by your own mighty power and grace any blessings they lost because of the unwanted rules and regulation tradisms Maybe they are innocent. The rules are against them. Have compassion on them. Let them find favor in the eyes of everyone. Whatever they are lost, innocently be remembered tonight. 
the pension the all other benefits which have been missing for a long time the property related all kinds of promotions related what so ever they have been missing because of the unwanted rules and regulations which are standing against them remember your children and bring them out let that be favor of god release upon every property every financial need all kinds of loans credit be broken let the banks have the compassion upon your children let the credit cards be forgiven let that be the favor of god against every rule and regulation we cannot go to the entire banking rules and meet the needs because of a low level of substances we are not able to do it many times so far the scarcity the want of your children sometimes trouble them let that be favor of god the loans be forgiven the interest be reduced do something father let the rules be suspended forgiven removed altered by the authorities for the welfare of your children even in their office let that be favor on the rules even in their promotions and employments and admissions let there be the change in the rules let the rules don't stop let them keep on growing by your own grace for your own glory and the other side there are no rules followed in some companies no rules followed in business unethical competition there is there are there is no set rules or there are no set rules to be exercised and followed people don't worry about the rules nowadays please save your children from the lawlessness please save them in the unethical world of competition and bless them father do something unto them redeem them from these two great extremities and finally even though they be our witnesses we will never go out of this way your god given your blessed way highway chosen way for us please lord perform a miracle for everyone suspend the medical rules and laws and heal your broken heart heal your broken heal the broken bodies of your children heal the broken hearts of your children let the sicknesses come to an end i pray for a mighty miracle to happen beyond the medical rules on every broken body upon every broken soul let that the mighty miracle taking place oh man beyond the rules and regulations and the systems the miraculous power of god be manifested in every organ in every set of the needs they have got i specially pray for the divine healing to take place in everyone's life who is watching this program your name be glorified we want to meet again with the testimonies father we give you all glory honor and praise in the name of our lord and savior jesus christ we do humbly pray amen amen